Hello, and thank you for receiving our transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches. You know, when I'm watching something that I appreciate, but I, I realize many, many people do not, I think back to, um, hey, Arnold, the most depressing five words in my universe back in the day when I was watching some quality Nickelodeon was, up next, it's hey, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to appreciate that someone, someone liked that show, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> Lumberdor. I had a quote, but I couldn't find it quick enough. So never drum on a white lady's, you know, so uh, it's not a great way to enter a party. <laughs> Good way to leave a party, though. <laughs> and joining us for the first time is our creative and entertaining friend, Wes. Yes, please call me Wes. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want not a, none of this. Six gun in this Buffalo Soldier look. It's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress will be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. We're going straight to the Wild Wild West. Any more gets copyright infringement, I think. So, you Did know. we go straight to the Wild Wild West? I, I feel like we took some turns. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were on train tracks uh, and yes. we only got out as far as Utah. So I guess that's... <laughs> we got mostly West. Yeah. Before Will Smith was committing hate crimes on live TV, it was the 90s, and Smith was a massive box office draw. So much so, major studios thought they could make money off of his charisma alone, and they did. However, not even Will Smith could save Wild Wild West from the studios themselves. Thanks in large part to incessant studio meddling, what could have been a classic action film quickly devolved into a disjointed and inconsistent mess where characters have no arc, or in some cases actually contribute to the story and things just kind of happen. A lot like a modern Marvel movie. If you enjoy our discussion series and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting either our Patreon page or our website at ourmidnightcake.com, liking, subscribing, and sharing the transmission with your friends. Be sure to join us next week for our discussion of the 1993 film that established a long and tragic history of video game adaptations. That's right. We're going to talk about Super Mario Brothers. It is <laughs> so bad, and we can't recommend it enough. I'm interested in anything that you have going on, Wes. Plug away. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can find me on Pizza Dad Comic on Instagram and Twitter, and then I'm on TikTok as Badly Crafted. I make a ton of stuff out of recycled materials i really like the idea of like taking simple materials and making weird stuff out of it and a lot of it is like pop culture based so yeah look for me there <laughs> okay so this is a 1999 flop yeah i i just have to think that like will smith was so hot and like every i think there was so much oh. for it like at yes. that time, I that mean, like, he was coming off Men in Black, um, yeah. um, Independence Day, uh, Bad Boys. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And this was the same director as Men in Black. Mm. Yeah. And it, like there's so much money pumped into it. I remember it being big. Like, oh, yeah. And I don't big. remember seeing it in the theaters. But yeah, like when I watched it again, you know, 
the other night for the first time, I was like, oh, this is like, meh. It's just like a, it's, yeah, it just is kind of like, meh. There's like, it's, it's okay. fine. Yeah, exactly. it's not a great movie, but I don't understand the vehement hatred for it. If that I makes think sense. part of it maybe was from the, um, it was based on a TV show, mm -hmm. I think, if I remember correct, which I yes. never watched. So I'm oh, wondering. If I watched some the of TV show. Hatred... I really enjoyed that. I wonder if some of the hatred comes from. I'm that sure that day. was some of it, but I I don't remember a lot of people commenting on the show. I don't know how many people really went into the film knowing about the show. Even. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because the TV show was from the '60s. I enjoy this film as I'm watching it. It's the kind of thing that I don't think about immediately after I've seen it. Unless it's brought up, which it never is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it could be called the forgettable, forgettable West, and it would still be like <laughs> as far as narrative structure goes and character development, there really isn't a whole lot to it. I think that the ideas are interesting where you have the motivations of the villain, he wants to take over the United States because he was a part of the Confederate army and he lost the war and he was really bitter about that. And also instead of being a dwarf, like he was in the series in the TV series, now he's just half a man. Legless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading that he was a combination of two characters, two villains from the TV yeah. series where one character, there was, was one that had like a spider robotic leg. And then there was another, and there was another character that was a dwarf that like wanted to go back in time to, defeat or like kill general grant before see the mistake <laughs> this movie made and no offense to kenneth Branagh, i love him unlike star trek they didn't actually bring ricardo montalban back from the series to play oh. the character <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play the dwarf by the way <laughs> <laughs> to me this is like one of those examples of when making art you you know like you kind of think like i just need all the right pieces and then i can make a masterpiece and i feel like this mm. is the point where you have great stars you know like a lot of those what the of the main cast two or three of them have won emmys and one of them's been nominated you well, know all of them were really big during this time period yeah. too big names you have a big director they had a lot of money like the what i was reading was they had like a, one of the biggest budgets for 99 films mm. and then you can still have a flop and i think it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you got to like balance it all when making that. Because I do think there's like some stuff that is very interesting in there. Like, yeah, the, the concepts, yeah, some me. of the cinematography the also yeah, was, yeah. was really interesting. The way the, the things were shot, but that yeah, was and, done pretty well. And the effects still like hold up. I think there's a few like CGI things oh, or a oh, few yeah. green screen yeah. things where you're like, some of the effects just are really well done. Well. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff done well. So it's not like, for lack of any because this is usually what you're laughing at in a movie like you know i think of like scorpion king where like the cgi is just yes. bad <laughs> you like, know like i can't always name what it is that i do like in these things that are not great <laughs> but this time i i know and it comes down to three words giant metal spider <laughs> for me wild wild west is the story of a film producer and his passion to get a giant metal spider <laughs> or just any kind of giant spider on the screen, no matter what television show he had to ruin the adaptation yeah. of <laughs> to I, do it. But I will also say that, like, knowing that story, that, like, Kevin Smith story in the background when watching it, mm -hmm. I was still mm -hmm. was like, okay, but the spider is still kind of acceptable in the world. 
<laughs> yeah, it is with all the how everything's assembled and the machinery and all. It, it fits in that. So yeah, the it's Wild like Wild West, the show was a little steampunk. Mm-hmm. It I was. thought it was like it wasn't yeah. it sci-fi too. Like there was like yes. time yeah. machines and there was like this played to all those tropes. It was and, kind of just uh, as as westerns were kind of losing appeal like the, your James Bonds and stuff mm-hmm. were uh, growing in popularity and they wanted, I guess, to try to eke out another Western thing. And how could we throw some James Bond in there? Oh, the gadget. Yeah. I, I was thinking this film. Yeah. Like the premise really felt like get smart meets the wild, wild West was like, <laughs> yeah, it, did. it was like, they were like Western get smart. Well, from together. what I read, it that's a good observation. Like, it's, it was doing really well in the ratings when it ended. Oh yeah. yeah, I think um, it was. It, it was a popular series. It came down to the government's, you know, uh, uh, rallying against violence on television was really why it went out. Oh really? And even came back as a, a couple of television movies. And they say the only reason those didn't continue, or there was an idea for a, a sequel series, was because the actor that played Artemis uh, died oh, okay. uh, j- just after the second tv movie yeah i remember the what i was reading you know this is like all the fun movie asides is that like will smith chose this over the matrix over starring <laughs> Thank in the matrix God. yeah <laughs> because he was a fan of the original like he grew up on that and then he like got away enough from it and like later apologized to the main actor who was like <laughs> very offended and who would not do a cameo in this movie because it was like he wasn't happy about how it was came out and it sounds like it also did that classic thing where I think probably because it had such a big budget, so many names attached to it and so much money attached to it, gets that, uh, what's the horse designed by committee, you know, like, yeah, it very much became that where they had a script, they made it, and then they showed it and they're like, oh, is this supposed to be a comedy? And they're like, all right, rewrite, punch up the comedy. All right, you know, <laughs> and I saw like the writers were like mad they couldn't figure out how to take their names off of it because it was so rewritten that they were just like. It was, it was over, I don't know exactly how many iterations it went through, but it's co-produced and directed by Barry Sonnefeld, written by S.S. Mm-hmm. Wilson uh-huh. and Brent. Maddock alongside Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman from a story penned by the brothers Jim and John Thomas, loosely adapted from the Wild Wild West TV series created by Michael Garrison. It went through so many iterations before it got to the screen. And so it ends up relating to the original series very little. It's in uh, 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 names of a couple of characters and the general idea of what those characters do, the very basic concept of the series. It sounds like it's connected to the series in the fact that it's Western and steampunk yeah, yeah. or sci-fi like mixed together. But and you could easily about. never relate these two things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could it easily be its title. own thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a moment in this film where the transition to a newer version kind of starts to work. Unfortunately, it's about 30 seconds in. <laughs> They do title cards that are familiar. They're reminiscent of the series. Mm -hmm. Uh, You said you were a fan of the show uh, Saltus, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's sort of like sections, like animated title card. It's not the original theme song. It's, it's Western music. And then it sort of transitions into something a little funkier. And I'm like, okay, this, this is a nice introduction into an update we're getting here. And then immediately we get, uh, Will Smith just being Will Smith. <laughs> That's the end of that. 
to be fair i yeah i was taking notes and during i was like oh this is a great intro like like saul bass you know the the age old title guy would be like oh yeah this is cool this holds up yeah this is great way to like (laughs) introduce all the characters and put it through but yeah and then he's he's like making out with a lady in the bathtub or in the in the (laughs) the water water tower which is terribly unsafe (laughs) (laughs) several city ordinances have been broken yes yes. (laughs) this is and that actually brings up, like, to me, this is where I think the first part where the rewrites or, like, the script fails is that I think they were trying to inject more comedy. And the only comedy the 90s knew of was make short jokes and make it innuendo. And so the whole, oh, yeah. like, his first fight scene is him naked. And there's, like, a whole yes. looking down at his junk scene. <laughs> I actually think the whole movie is better if you go into it not expecting a comedy because overall it's not very funny. Mm -hmm. There there are a few good chuckles here and there, but it's not very funny. So once you know, I think when you went into it expecting Will Smith and seen some of the trailers where they they always highlight the the one or two funny moments, you kind of expected what you had gotten from him, and this just wasn't that funny. So that could be disappointing. But I I like it as a lighter kind of more of an action with hints of comedy thing. That's kind of how I am too. And I really enjoy the bits um, between him and Kevin Klein a whole lot. Um, Just Kevin Klein's comedy versus Will Smith that I I think that what really held it together for me. One of my favorite bits was the, um, the back and forth, the, the sparring of the the insults between um, Loveless and Ellen Will Smith. Uh, yeah, Will Smith. Why not? We're, Just call him Will Smith. Him Jim West. <laughs> yeah. Jim West. There you go. The Jim Rough West, Rider. Yeah. The first time, yeah, the first time they do it, it's like, okay, this is like jab for jab. Also, it's a little bit of like, oh, I feel like there's a lot more you could insult here, like Will Smith. Playing it pretty safe with the insults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that works when you uh, think about this as it's not a comedy. They're not trying to be hilarious. They're They're actually trying to say in civil language, you know they're trying to cut each other down i like some of the subtle hints visuals in the movie too like when uh mcgrath got killed or well he thought he got killed by loveless and he's laying on the ground and a little dog comes over and it's a little nod oh to the, that like, was the, awful <laughs> the the rca logo i feel like somebody was like uh we got uh, we got phonographs so uh, what does that remind you of uh let's insert this dog for no reason and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe three people in the audience will go uh, RCA. <laughs> to be fair, I think in '99 that was still pretty big. You know, that's oh yeah, that was still. I mean, that was an ad that was played on Christmas. My feel of the movie, I think it fails in that. It, yeah, it can't decide if it wants just to be action or comedy, and it didn't. It, it does that classic thing where it's like I'll do both, and then it's like, well, now you're doing neither of them well. Where if you had just kind of mm-hmm. Picked, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and just have made, you know, poor Selma Hayek seems super tacked on into that. And I feel like, oh, you could have made an easy dynamic. Kevin Klein's the the Q is the tech guy. Selma Hayek is the one who can go in and get the information because she's a lady and no one trusts, you know, no one thinks she's dangerous, but she's smart and cunning and sexy or whatever. And then Will Smith's the beat him up guy. And you could have put them together and that worked, but then they couldn't decide. You or know, you like, could just zoom in on her butt. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, or you could yes. just make. Yeah, you. There was who's, there was so much butt in this movie. Yeah. 
I think that's the problem is they wrote in jokes, but then they wrote in one joke and it was just like, they had to get a note that was like, all characters should be horny, underlined, slap. <laughs> this is your dimension. This is the your scene dimension. with Ke- <laughs> Kevin Klein and Will Smith where he's he's trying to convince him to wear a costume and he's trying on the bra that he had made. It's that, that, that went on that for way too long. <laughs> it yeah. did. The RCA thing I was thinking was very much like a uh, airplane a Zucker style yeah. joke. They seem very out of place to me in this movie. Is um the what? It's the, it the East, the East meets West. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the guy coming out of the painting from behind is one thing, but then they show the room full of, and there's literally just. A spot in the painting where the guy, I guess, was painted and standing against. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're all familiar with how perspective works and how. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was also not that far away from him behind him. Like, Jim yes. West had to clearly no, be yes. like, I'm going to make out with this lady. In I know there Excuse is a guy me behind I... me. Let's see what, what this lady wants. <laughs> Another explicit butt shunt. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the real problem I had, which I thought was very peculiar in the film, is that. Loveless is a guy who makes a giant mechanical spider, but yep. still refuses just to kill the president. He's like, <laughs> I need him to sign over the United States so that I can sell it to the other countries so that I can have a small piece for myself. I don't want a huge war. <laughs> like, Does that even guy, work? Like, can the president do that? <laughs> I guess he can sign over the United States. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he think can, he can. I didn't, I didn't think so. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm pretty sure it would have happened by now if that was possible. So. It's just it's just such a funny like concept that he was like, well, I guess I can't kill you know the president because he won't sign this paper. And I was like, if you just kill him, then the vice president and you could get him to sign. And then if he didn't sign, you have a giant mechanical spider. I also don't know. Well, you are you're pinning your dreams way too small here for someone who created such a. His dream was the spider, though, and he accomplished that. He's like, well, what can I do with this spider? Oh, man, I guess I got to take over the country now because this spider has literally no other purpose. (laughs) I appreciated that Kevin Klein played his version of the president slightly off from when he was playing the actual president. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you were talking about the goal of Loveless, dismantle the United States, have Spain take over what it used to own, have Mexico take over what it used to own, give the 13 colonies back to England, and then have a small piece for himself. That is a super villain motivation. (laughs) It's almost like a comic book thing that somebody would do. Yeah. (laughs) And it works really well in this. And that's the thing, though. Stuff that works good in this is the comic books type stuff, over the top, like mechanical spiders and um some of the gadgets even too with how they work it's if it follows the yeah, rules right. within the world that has been established then i can suspend my disbelief i say okay yeah that makes sense that that works in this world it was just such a funny to me it was such a, a funny thing yeah then also that he would have that like set up and then he would be like oh only i could get him to sign this piece of paper yes all my super villain <laughs> dreams could come true she's just like what if you lost that what did you say i want I to make this as legal as possible speaking of devices which clearly you're supposed to like artemis is the intelligent you know the inventor of the two yeah. um he's constantly thinking about plans thinking ahead jim west is the uh you know, the kind of, what did we say? Shoot first, shoot. 
uh, after after their dad <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, maybe ask, ask questions a when few questions dead. after everyone's dead. Yeah, um, <laughs> I appreciated the line. Um, you greatly underestimate the convenience of a pocket. I think more um, like that. That's the line I was looking up. Back highlighted earlier, that yes. highlighted his more like common sense intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yes, would have been better. And it was it was nice that we got the uh, the out of the sleeve gun, even if it wasn't Jim's. <laughs> I guess the director just has something for those tiny guns. He wanted to give Will Smith a tiny gun <laughs> in Men in Black. Now he has a tiny gun yes. in Wild Wild West. <laughs> you know what the best thing is? A gun that's super small. I'm not even sure what caliber that would be. Tiny guns <laughs> are funny. They're the so funny they because there's, there's no way it also would have worked that well as it did. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it no. shot through like a mechanical spider leg. Like the question I have to talk about, like the impact of the movie is, did you seem steampunk before this? Because I don't remember if like steampunk was in the general. I believe like, this was an early influence. Yeah. Like was in the general yeah, lexicon or if this was like. The- one of the big things that the blend of west and sci-fi yeah and very steam oriented you know like Mm -hmm. i was just trying to think i know it came about before this you know and i know it but i think this is one of this film maybe this and um what's like the tonight tonight video from the smashing pumpkins which was like a parody Ah, of the one where they go Mm -hmm. to the moon like Mm -hmm. to me those are like the only two things i can think of in the lexicon that was like Oh, those were in the public domain that like showed steampunk esque a thing, and now it's a whole thing in a genre, and people know about it. But I can't think of anything before this that I saw that would make me think of steampunk. You know, it really is all I needed at the time was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a giant metal spider spewing some flames, tore through one small western town. <laughs> Very short reign of terror for this yeah. <laughs> mechanical monstrosity. It also is still around because they use it to walk back home. So everyone will know about the giant spot. <laughs> There's no hiding. And, and we do get a hint of the uh, the old theme song there. Oh, yeah. Which, if there were a better movie in the middle, you know, we went from that Western song and then the funky transition to the ending where, you know, well, I mean, really, the, this was like the origin of these two characters that I think from the beginning, they knew each other in the show. They worked really well together. So this is like an origin for the, this partnership. If we had had an entirely different movie in the middle, this would have been some really good bookends <laughs> for that story. If this was reshot now, the only thing that would have really changed in the movie is that post credits, you would have been looking at a sand dune and you would have seen a little spider like, like hook up over the mountain, you know, and it would let you know <laughs> he's still alive because they never show the body, which is a classic like, oh, he's coming back next time. You know, you know that's one brilliant thing they did, because I mean, how, how many of these older movies and, and the villain falls to their doom and it's just it never works. <laughs> We don't have to see him, his body sort of squish and disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you and good night.
the best news ever this week. Um, an image was tweeted out uh, from the Venture Brothers movie. So, oh yeah, apparently is still happening. Oh, good. That is good news. <laughs> my 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 uh, terrible hot take is that like once something is a cartoon, you don't need to remake it live action. <laughs> oh well, this sure. is not live action. This is still animated. Oh, is it still animated? Oh, yes, okay. yes. Oh, it's it's great. still animated. Nice it's still, still within the universe of the series. It's it's just um, I guess to to give it a, a proper ending or something. Gotcha. Do you know what I watched the other night? Um, I watched the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. The new the one, first one, the or the Plant Gasm. I mean, the new one, or yeah, Phantom uh, Gasm or whatever. I haven't yeah, watched yeah, that yeah. one yet. Uh, you're not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Aqua Teen That can be said movie. of every episode of Aqua Teen. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. a continuation of that. There's like some funny bits with the Moon Knights, but that's about the extent of it. Apparently it's done well enough the that they, they, they're bringing the show back. Really? It's, Again? Yeah. What? Yeah, they, they did some uh, webisodes, if that's still a word. And um, they're, uh, they're, they're doing s- some new episodes on the uh the adult swim well that's unfortunate 